Hey, 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 this is another episode of Black Art Cinema Podcast hosted by me, Kyle Prout. I'm with my bro right now, producer Shannon Coleman. Yo, yo. Um, today we have a special guest, DS the writer. You want to say anything, bro? Starting off? Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks for having me. Uh, the day. Um, well, tonight we don't have Vel and Clout, but they'll be here next week. So, so right now, DS the writer, he, um, brought, well, I reached out to him when I was starting off a couple of years ago, trying to become an up and coming director. Needed somebody that I can just watch and study. And, um, he came through, he let me come through, watch his work. I was very, um, intrigued at his work, his work ethic on, on set. How he conducted himself, his vision, his style. Um, we always had conversations moving forward about filmmaking independently, um, different genres. He schooled me on how to conduct myself, um, which way to, um, how to direct actors and everything. And um, moving forward, um, we talked a lot on Instagram Live about filmmaking. I think the last one we had or something. We was on. Put yourself, oh, on. Put yourself for a mute, man. Put yourself for a mute. You talking to buddy? Yeah. So um, when we was on there, we had a lot of people that was um very interested in what he had to say about filmmaking and the process. So um, DS um, can you just tell us about um, what made you start shooting on? Um, made you what made you start getting into filmmaking? I got into filmmaking, hmm, it's going on 10 years now. Mm-hmm. But the beginning. You got talking to Mike. 10 years. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. 10 years ago. Uh, it all started out, I wrote a book called The Way It Is. I mm-hmm. actually wrote an um, urban novel. Mm-hmm. In the urban novel, you know, I had a friend at that time, you know, he was, you know, you know, Working around, he was more of a cinematographer. What I mean, yeah, in the sense, you know, what they call us with the camera, or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't never answer that anyway. That's another story we get into. But anyway, uh-huh. um, moving forward, uh, we did. He he was doing. He was like kind of semi-directing. Uh huh. He was kind of semi-directing. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Wow!" I said, "Well, you got the vision. I can write. I got a good. You know, my pen. My pen is where it need to be at. Yeah. Let's kind of put it together and see where it takes us." He was kind of like, you know, bashful to the shot. You know, real arrogant. Oh, well, I don't think it will work. And I'm trying to get the Hollywood in the, in the weekend. <laughs> I'm like, well, how, how does this going to work out? Yeah, yeah. Without no, you know, you got to, without no risk, no reward. You got to like, you know, mm. every it's like this saying that I say. Everybody's walking into a building. Uh-huh. They're rushing to get on the elevator. When mm. you take the steps, it goes the same way. Mm. It goes the same direct way. Mm-hmm. Might take you longer to get up there. Yeah, but you're going to appreciate it once you get to the top floor. Okay. Long story short, uh, just kind of summarize it. I don't want to like you know have a seminar about that. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we uh actually you know we got together. You know, it didn't work. Egos, personality thing. I said, okay, you want to do that? So I'm going to get a camera. So I bought my own. I bought like an eighty dollar, I don't know, Canon Power Shot. Didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. So he had like, you know, a 70D, I believe, and a bunch of gear he was getting rid of. 
And at this time, I didn't have any money. I'm like, listen, my best friend, he's doing a little bit better than me. I'll get him to buy it, and I'll pay him back to get you out of the way. Yeah. Excuse me, so I can have the gear, so I can practice and learn this art. Uh-huh. Oh, I need the money right. That's like the bet. Him not selling it to me is the reason why you had talking to me today. Mm. Glad he didn't sell it to mm. me. Because I, I probably would have took a different role or it been a different outcome. Yeah. Well, he ended up not selling it to me. I ended up buying the Canon Power Shot. And I, 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 I would, you know, I used to watch, you know, I'm a big fan of Hype Williams. I watch the videos all day, all day, all day. Now, I got a camera, but I ain't got the right camera. Yeah. Lens don't come off it, none of that. Mm-hmm. And then do some investigation. Mm-hmm. No, you need a lens that detach. I saw the stat and third. Happened to be out there shooting. Shout out somebody my first video. You already know your first video is going to be a dud. It's yeah. A dud. You don't understand. You know, you think it's hot, but your mind's hot that you got it across out of your head. But, like, you know, you showed everybody else, you know, your friends are going to give you, oh, you know, that was all right. You yeah. Yeah. Man, he, he didn't go back to the drone, boy. Believe me, I understand. It, it ain't there yet. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. trying his heart out, but it ain't there yet. Yeah. So that's, I was getting a lot of that feedback. So I'm watching movies and I'm watching, you know, hype. And I'm watching a bunch of videos. I'm like, well, damn. What is they doing with the camera to make it look like that? Because they don't look like that in real time. Mm. And they investigate. It's mm-hmm. called color correction. Yeah. Post-production. So I can start tapping into that. All right, but I would remind you, in the mix of all this going on, I had a, uh, an Apple white laptop. Mm-hmm. That joke. So I'm editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 puck. <laughs> so I'm editing on iMovie. Mm-hmm. iMovie, one of the strenuous editing programs in the world. Yeah, to even sync the music up. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of mastered that about a year, year and a half. Mm. So then I started investigating. Like, no, that's not what we using. People using Final Cut. Fell in love with that. Stepped my game up. Shoot, edit, repeat. Shoot, edit, repeat. Now that I, I I got the confidence to go out there and stand in front of people and say, "Oh, I know how to do this." Yeah. Now it's time to take it to another level. Now I said, "All right, I got to be brave and go out there and test the market. This is the only way I'm going to really test my skill." Uh huh. Let's do a short film. Mm. Do the short film. Uh huh. Execute that well. I edited that. It came out dope. Mm-hmm. I knew from there that I really had it. Okay. What well, um now going into that right there, I like that. Um how you broke it down to me. I think I think that's the first time me and you having we had a conversation really broke it down like that to me. Um I kinda understand. I like how you said that. I like how when you said that um you happy that God didn't give you the camera. You went out there and got it yourself. Exactly. Like I felt I feel as though by him doing that, he had nothing over your head. Exactly. Like he can never say Oh, I gave you something that made you who you are. You said it was like, no, no, I'm gonna go out there and get it myself. I'm gonna figure it out. And I and I definitely like that. I I love that, man. Um, what made you? What describe your passion? Hold on. Uh huh. Go ahead. Let me, let me add something to that before you go to that. Yeah, go ahead. Let's tell the people something. When I'm the type of person, like, like since you met me, uh. Uh-huh. I always told myself this. This is this is what makes a good teacher, artist, mentor, whatever you want to call me. Yeah, I'm just a person with information. Mm-hmm. Always look at it like this. 
if you if you reach out to me, you're passionate about what you're doing. Nobody gave me an opportunity or gave me guidelines or a book to understand how to do film. Yeah. I would be selfish to say, no, I'm not going to teach you. Yeah. You got to change the narrative some kind of way. Yeah. In order to break the cycle, you have to be what? You have to put yourself out there to be what? Vulnerable and willing to give. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm always like, you know, when you, when you reached out years ago, uh-huh. I could easily just like not answer that. Yeah. Like, like yeah. not answer it. Like really like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I ain't trying to hear that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm DS. Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And at that time, like I like my third or fourth year, I was hot as fucking fish grease. Even though I'm still hot as fish grease now. Yeah. It's just, you know, this every year I get more polished. Cause like, you know, film is about information. You wanna learn a new technique. New looks, this, that, and there. I look back at my old work to this work now, and I see the comparison where I grew at and where mm-hmm. I didn't grow at. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm always willing to learn, and I'm always willing to give the information up. Because mm-hmm. if I can make you better than me, my job is done. Yeah, I could never get to Hollywood. I wouldn't care, but if you made you it. You always like, said that to me. You, see you what I'm always saying? said that to me. I know if Definitely I help with that, said that, if I yeah. help with that, I know I inspired you to be a better version of yourself. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because... Mm-hmm. You know, all the people that we even look up to, the Hypes and the Spikes and the Michael Bays and, you know, the list goes on. And that's all cool. But I want to see when that person going to come in and say, nah, I want to take him and I'm going to make that a better version of me. But that's rare. You rarely. You don't, I don't think you, you ever get that. that. You I don't, don't think you ever going to get that. Them dudes take that shit to their grave with them. Yeah. They take the technique with to, to the grave with them. Yeah. And then whatever's out here that flourish through the world is going to be out here. And the legacy will live on, but you have to give the information to somebody, somebody, because somebody's going to learn how to do it better or find a better way to do it. Exactly, exactly. And that's my whole gripe right there. Yeah. All right, I know I'm a dope director. Also, I'm a dope teacher, and I'm a dope, I give the information up. Yeah. I'm not scared to say, all right, I help him be a little bit better. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because he was doing this on the edit. Oh, you got black flashes. You on color correct. You on how to seek the clip ups. I tell everybody this. We're going to do a crash course one time real quick. Mm-hmm. Doing a video. And are you doing a video? And you shot the video, ready to go, you're trying to get it out the door and edit it. Boom. First, first going out the gate, you know it's going to be what? It's going to be not be where it need to be at. In yeah. order to get polished, you got to work on your craft. You uh-huh. have to sharpen uh-huh. your still. Uh-huh. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So with that being said, if you're working on a video, your first video shouldn't have what? One mistake that a lot of the directors make. No effects. Learn to keep mm-hmm. it clean first. Mm-hmm. Then you, Because effects are for what? Effects, to me, are a cheap way to hide mistakes that you made. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at people work. When it's the video is, you should never watch a music video, and the music music video itself is too hard to comprehend. Mm. Yeah, watch mm-hmm. any of my previous work from the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. I like clean videos, and mm-hmm. when I do my when I do my effect videos, the only music videos is only in sync with because the the song called for it. Yeah, like I just did a record for Ness, and it's called War Mode, very up tempo beat. I said, no, nah, I can't cut it slow because it's not going to match the tempo with the beat. Mm-hmm. I have to keep up with the alignment of the track. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have to bounce it a certain kind of way. Now, when you see it, it got the correct flow, and I'm bouncing to the actual track as I'm cutting it, mm-hmm. which I was doing. So it had the correct flow. So I want people to get that actual feeling when they watch it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just want no, to No, that's true, man. No, but that's, I think people need to hear that, man, for real. And it's very, I love the way you, you know, you're very passionate. About your work as well, man. That's one thing I like. I, um, when we was on set, I forgot what film it was. What you on? Uh, 
But you don't know it won't kill you. Who was it? It was. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like the fact that you, um, it was like, yo, do your thing. And I'm going to tell you where you need to get improved at. Just do your thing. And I was out there and I did my thing and I was getting different stuff and I was sitting back and I was watching how you handle stuff. And I just appreciate that because you ain't go out there like a drill sergeant. Yeah. You ain't go out there and try to like belittle my vision or anything like that. You just straight up the fact was like, all right, do your thing. And then I could tell you later on of what you need to improve on. And then I just took what you said to improve on. And then I was like, all right, bet. So now from now on, even what it is when it comes to my feature film, I think you was probably, you was one of the first pe- per- persons I reached out about my film. And you was like, yo, okay, yeah, it's on that side where a lot of people might, you know, the crime drama. But you was like, yo, make it the way you want to make it. Exactly. Make How you it see it? 100% pure you. And that's one thing I love because when I go and I look at your um your music videos, I'm like, that's the yes. The storytelling to me is amazing, bro. Appreciate it. The and the camera. And I just commented on your um your 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 car shots. Okay. For your um the the video you just dropped. Okay, appreciate it. Love the shots, man. And um, like you said, it's it's clean. It's not all you know. I remember one time we um we talked about a guy who's doing the music video. I'm like, yeah, he want the effects. He jumping out the window. Then the third person of him jumping out another window. And I'm like, man, I don't like that. You was like, listen, man, that's not what you want to do. Then tell him, listen, that's not you as a director. You can find somebody else. Stick to who you are as a director. And that always, and that and I and that always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And I brought it on to another um to my to my feature film. And I just I really just appreciate that that guidance and that confidence Absolutely. to always stick to um stick to you, stick to your truth. And I believe a lot of film film directors don't really do that. Yeah. Um. But um, I definitely appreciate that. So, so describe like your passion for for directing. Like, what, what like is it like, like what motivates you the most? Like, all right, I gotta tell this story. Like, it must be told, and I'm the only one that can do it. Like, what's what's that passion behind behind you getting behind the camera? Uh, my passion getting behind the camera, trying to execute a project, certain projects. Uh-huh. Uh. I just, I, you know me, I just flat out, I love it. I mm. love it. And my job as a director is to ch- tell the story as honest as possible. Mm. I'm not going out there working for me. You know, I'm not going out there working for, you know, whoever hired me. I'm out there to tell the story as honest as possible as the characters are moving through this world in this time. Mm-hmm. Now, if I can stick true to that, we're going to win and we're going to get it done the correct way. Yeah. Cause I had, and I'll just tell you, it's crazy you asked me that. <laughs> I'm working on an um, actual feature for somebody. It's an urban movie. Uh-huh. Uh, it's an urban movie. And we're working on that. We just did day one last weekend. Mm-hmm. And the person who hired me, he's just being so much of a heckler is a shame. Mm. I'm like, well, you want the best version of DS and the work that you see in my work? And that's what attracted you to me. Yeah. Or you want me to just give you anything. I can't just give you anything with my name on it. Exactly. I care about my name too much. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't care about your name, you're just out here taking money. You know what's going to happen? You're going to get a bad report. Oh, no, he just wanted the money. He's going to give you a sloppy job. Mm. Or oh, he take too long and he took my money. He went and took his girl out to eat and all this. That bought some clothes and 
Now they ain't got no money, so you want to get back to work. And he's been taking another <laughs> job in front of that. And list of other stuff. I never wanted to be labeled in that category. So I always took it with pride. Like, yo, a lot of people, I took a lot of inventory coming into the game uh, collectively of everybody that was actually doing film at that time. Yeah. And I, I used to, I took all the bad reports and I said, I checked them off. And I said, I'm not going to do none of that. What I'm going to do, I'm going to do the total opposite. It's going to be about what? Quality insurance. Mm. You come get the project from me, I'm going home to work on it. I don't care how long the length of the project. I shouldn't have took it. I shouldn't have took it. Mm. You see what I'm mm. saying? Because now if you work with some kind of dignity and some kind of pride, you know, people would see, like, all right, when I stepped in him, I got, they got to be correct. Yeah. I don't get, I get, I get the bozos. I get every now and then, but like people don't be stepping to me with the lunchbox shit. Like, all right, look, yeah, man, I need you to uh, shoot my uh, my baby shower. Like, yo, <laughs> this is not that. <laughs> I've been shot over six hundred music videos, four short films, mm. one feature film. Mm-hmm. This is not that. Mm. All from the muscle. You see what I'm saying? So when it coming into it, I take this like I take film like you you cursing at me or you cursing at my child or my mother. Mm. I'll take that really offensive. Yeah. Because I work so hard nights and nights on my craft, color correcting, learning how to do sound correctly, learning how to sing. I remember at one time, I didn't even know how to, and everybody fell short with this, with what I'm about to say. Mm. I remember at the time when I used to do music videos, I didn't even know how to sync the music up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because it's foreign to us. Yeah. We're yeah. learning a new thing. Yeah. So it's, you're not going to come out the game like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be uh, Michael Bay in seven months. No. no. You're going to be just getting it in like yep. four years. Yep. Yep. Just because yep. it's so much information. Mm-hmm. My question is, when did you know that it was time to walk away from other type of work, like a, a, a regular job, to do this as a career? Uh, yeah, that's a good question, too. Great question. I did that in the beginning. Did you? Mm. I did that in the beginning almost 10 years ago. So you just walked out and said, you know what, if this don't work? No, I'm going to tell you a story how it, all, how it all really played out. I was working at a car dealership, like actually detailing cars, cleaning cars, washing mm. cars, waxing, wash, all that shit. I used to work at a Honda dealership. And I happened to be at work one day, and uh, a friend of mine, he knew J.D. Kiss manager. And at this time, I'm still doing film. So I said, all right, well, you know, I just, I get sporadic ideas. You know how you get inspired by certain shit that you see. We all get inspired. So I'm at work. I'm like, I'm texting. I'm like, well, look, check this out. Um. It, he about to get a great job, but I don't, I be, it'd be dope if you do like a day in the life with Jada Kiss. You know, you're just talking just a rollout for his album. And I rolled it out. I sent it to him. He sent it to the manager. Never heard from him. I happen to be eating lunch. I'm, I'm at work. Happen to be at, looking on the breakfast club. Day in the life with Jada Kiss. I almost passed out in it. Dang. I said, I think, and I actually watched the episode. I'm like, like that, that this shit sounds too familiar. Mm. I went through my phone, had to batch it up. I called him like, well, damn, what happened? Because I was trying to get the initial job. Mm. He's like, you know how it is, politics, blah, 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 blah. So I said, damn, you got to be on something. You got to be on to something if they if they take it from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If they take it from you, that means it's hot on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nobody going to take nothing that they can't what? Mm-hmm. Use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I sat there and I was there. I was just like, all right. We got to figure this shit out. 
Because this working shit is not getting it. It's not getting it. Me and Jobs do not get along. I'm just being totally honest. Me and Jobs don't get along because I don't like people telling me what the fuck to do. You see what I'm saying? I hate that. When I could, I don't, plus, I just look at it like this. It's not one working. Like, if I had to go to work, I'm going to work because I, I got a family. I got to do what I got to mm-hmm. do to pay my bills because, like, my family, my kids ain't actually come here. Right. I'm going to be blunt about that. We ain't going to misconstrue that. But if I don't have to work, I ain't going to work. Right. <laughs> right. We're going to be clear on that shit, mm-hmm. too. Right? <laughs> now, on the flip side of that coin, I was at work. I'm just like, man, I got to figure this shit out. I go to lunch. I'm walking. This is all how this shit played out. Remind you. Let me tell you how this shit played out. Weird story. I'm going to lunch. So I went to Wendy's, got some nuggets and some fries. I'm walking back across the street. The fucking mechanic is coming out of the parking lot in the car. He's looking right. I'm in the middle of the street, but he's going left. So I look. I'm like, I know he's not about to do what I think he's about to do. He hits the gas. Clip my legs. I'm up on the windshield like, yo, banging on the windshield like, yo, you hit me with the fucking car. He said, oh, my God, dude. Hits the brake. Throw me in the middle of the street. Wow. On, ongoing traffic. Just and almost got, got hit by another car. Wow. Mm. Had to get surgery on my right fifth finger. That's why I don't, I don't have a knuckle on this. You already know I waxed him for that suit. For that. Mm-hmm. Got a bag from that. So I sat back. I said, dang, you got to do something productive with the money. You can't just, like, you know, do the, the typical. The oh, I'm going to go out shopping. I'm going to Saks. I'm going to get me a pair of blues. Yeah, because it's a belt. Mm-hmm. Tuck my T-shirt in all day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not a kid. I'm not a kid. I got grown people That's proud. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I said, bam. I said, dang. I said, no, nah, I'm going to push this shit. I'm going to push this envelope. Y- y'all won't get this work today. Mm. Got online, ordered me three Rokinon Prime lenses. I bought me, uh, at that time, what kind of camera I had? I think I had a, uh, hmm, I had a Mark V. I said, no, we going up. I said, uh, what I get? I got the uh, Sony. Mm-hmm. Got the Sony A7, whatever that was out. The yeah. first one when that came out. Yeah. Got that. Got the Metabone adapter to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. So I said, now, you don't want to go back to that job or you don't want to go back to nobody else's job. You got to treat this shit like your life depends on it every time you go out there. You got to work your ass off. It ain't no, oh, I don't want to do it. I go and do jobs when I don't feel like being bothered. You know why? It's the nature of the business and what I signed up for. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I don't go out there and I'm still going to do a hell of a job just because I'm tired. That's a personal problem. Mm-hmm. Get some sleep. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep on time. You'll be all right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if they call me to do an actual job, I have to go, still have to go out there and be DS and I have to execute it. And I have to execute it well. Because this is how the lights is on. This is how I can rather to have my wiggle room and flexibility and live out and get up when I want to get up. Because mm. everybody got this this thing in their head where they like, all right, everybody want a big house. Everybody want, you know, you know, to look like the rapper, 30,000 chains, and, you know, just live that comfortable lifestyle, which is cool. Everybody dream of that. But are you willing to put the work in is that the part. question. Yeah. Everybody want that given or putting into their lap. They don't want to do the physical legwork. Mm-hmm. That's when you true. Do the physical legwork, and you get it. They everybody got this thing where they got to play entitled. Oh well, I was there and I helped you do this. Mm-hmm. So I carried mm-hmm. your camera mm-hmm. bag mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. What happened when I told you like stay down or you grab a camera and let's do it together? That's right. What happened when I said all right? I had to believe in my own dreams and and let y'all like I gotta believe first. 
My man right there, he got to bleed first. You got to bleed first in order to transfer it to the world. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not hot to you, you can't resonate it to the people. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is how I look at it when mm-hmm. I die, like, like a diagram when I do videos. Mm-hmm. Is it really hot? Mm-hmm. Can I really put my name on it? Mm-hmm. Because if I can't put my name on it, you know what I'm going to do? Ooh. Yo. Man, what's up, Diaz? No, um, yo, what you doing tomorrow? No, I want to do a couple pickup scenes. Because I've been did that before. Because mm. I always tell people I'd rather have enough Than not have enough at home. Right. Mm. right That mm-hmm. shit cannot go out the door With my name on it And I, I don't like people People And opinions is good Good or bad But I don't like having like A lot of bad comments Like alright I didn't like that You see what I'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this is not fair To my fans to the client, most importantly, yeah, that I didn't go out there and lay it out on the floor. I didn't try to drop forty. Mm. I went out. I went out there and passed the ball three times. And mm. Sat back on the bench and drawing water. I'm huffing the fuck. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm, mm, so like my that. job is to go out there. My bad. Not my job is like to go out there to lay that shit out there on the floor, mm. give it everything that I got, do a hell of a job, and give that customer and that client slash client that experience. That experience of somebody's gonna actually care. For that product, and they're just going to work on it, and go ahead and turn around, go home, work on it some more, and you spent your money in the good place. Rich is like, all right, if I give them this money, I might don't hear from them in sixty days. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's your turnaround? My turnaround is twenty four hours. Really? Forty eight hours taking my time. That's taking my time. Cause like, even when I brought him on set the first day, I went right home. And I dumped it on the tray. I want to look at yep. it. I want to look at it. And I edited it that night. Dropped it, gave it. Like, you you showed me, like, you showed me within a couple of hours. Yeah. He was like, you text me, you text me. He's like, yo, yo, bro, I got to show you something. Like, what's up? He's like, yo, here, here, go right here. He sent me the text. I'm looking at it. The scene is already, like, scene is knocked out. No, no cat, bro. Like, we was on set earlier that morning. Later on that night, I remember... The establishing shot, everything was already like it was done. Wow. Yeah. Like he is the work ethic is definitely there. Work ethic is 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 different, man. It's definitely levels to it. But when it comes to that editing, bro, yeah, editing and I don't me personally, I'm gonna keep it honest with you. I don't like editing. I hate it. Yeah, I know. Especially when I it's know. Adobe, because Adobe is like Always jumping and jet like when so like I, come I, on home, I go to hate find that. I, we, always, we always had conversations. I'm like, I wanted, I want, I gotta stick to Adobe. Like, yo, you drawing, you gonna keep having headaches. Come right over here to come to on. Final Cut, but just your editing, bro, and the storytelling of what how you want to do it. Like, I want this scene right here. Bang! I want that scene to come in right here. Then I want to follow up right here, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna chop it, and then I'm gonna throw in a little transition right here to give it some type of suspense right there. Push. And then yo, to do that within hours, bro, and not the next morning. That's different, man. Appreciate that's it, man. rare, bro. Um, Thank you. Do you think that 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 you have that skill or that gift because you started with low grade apps and low grade stuff, and you mastered that? So now when you went up. To something higher, something clearer, it helped you, you know, Transition get the way well. you are. Yeah. No. It's more or less, I just always got this funny thing. I always have been like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm we're going to back up a little bit. I'm going to tell you why I do that, what he just said in record speed time. I was always the type of person, like, say we was all homies, we all grew up together. I was always that person, like, why he got that on? 
I was always that person, the risk taker. Mm. I was always scared to try something new. Now, I remember back in the day, I used to like wear, you know, polo slacks, sky blue with the polo golf shirt, pink horse. I might have the polo boots on with the little pink horse around them, brown boots. I'm, and then I'm dressing like this at 13 and 14. I can see it before I do it. Mm. I see things before I touch it. Mm. It's one of them weird things that mm. I, I just got with me. Mm. I don't know what it is. Mm. It's just one of them things that I do. Mm. Now, not to get off topic, to get back to what he's saying, when I shoot anything that I shoot on the way home, I got, I'll be listening to music. I like confusion because it makes me use my fucking brain. Mm. I listen to music. And I'll think about literally and go through all those clips in my mind while I'm driving. Mm. And I'll think about it. And I'll be like, yo, we're going to lead with this. This is going to be my lead. This is going to be my establishment. I'm going to roll to this. I'm going to hit him with this. Then I'm going to hit him with this. I'm going to use this kind of music. A stab right here. Then I'm going to show a piece of this. And I'm going to roll to this. I'm going to roll to that. And once I get to the computer, all I'm doing is hooking the hard drive. Oh, that's how I'm so. I can get it out fast. Mm. Any music video I ever did, it never took me no le- more than 48 hours to complete. I shot four videos, I don't know, last week. I edited them all in three days. Mm. That was me taking my time. And they, and they, and honestly, they all finished. And I could show them, I, I got the receipts. I could show them to you on my phone. Not even sloppy looking. Not, wow. not looking horrible, wow. not looking bad. I'm talking about... Everything on point, man. And I'm not even gassing it because my man's, but he is just his work ethic, man. That vision is definitely different, man. And like, yeah, man, that that different that that well, that vision is amazing. I think when you edit this right here, you should drop one of them a clip to one of them music videos right there after he said, "I got the receipts." Boom, drop that in there real quick, <laughs> and then roll back to the. It is just yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> uploaded four videos of Enes. Not even. I, I want to see last night. Last night, cut the trellis, got everything ready to go out the door. Sent them out to him. Boom! Look, we dropping this Friday. Flashback Friday, digging in the crease. We got an old school record that we did, and we did three other freestyles. Like mm-hmm. I literally bear, I bury videos. Wow. I tell everybody, it's like, all right, let's walk into the store. Is this what you want? You see up. what I'm saying? Because if you can understand, see, I got a system too that I work off. I know what I want before I even get there. Mm-hmm. So now if we're walking, we're like, all right, yo, I want to shoot out in the skate park. All right, no, I'm going into whatever area. When I get there, I always do the same thing. I look around. I look around and I look around and I keep looking around. Now I'm playing the music while I'm looking around. Because I'm like kind of like fake becoming an artist out there. Mm-hmm. Well, how, what, if I was rapping, how would I show it? Mm. Put yourself in nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're a visionary. You're not just the dude with the camera. My man right there is not the dude with the camera. Mm. I hate when people have that terminology about us. Oh, yeah, that's that's the cameraman. Mm. Yo, define that. If you could define that, I will answer to that. Because I never knew a great any great director, Spike, Michael, Quentin Tarantino, all them dudes. We could go through the list. They all held their camera at one time. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. In the beginning, you have to hold your camera because mm-hmm. anything go wrong with you, you got to be the one that fix it because you're the director. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They listening to the captain. They ain't listening to the, the person down there washing the dishes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's my job to hold the camera. A lot of people don't get that terminology. Mm. But a lot of people got this uh, 
Every they got this this weird train of thought of thinking. All right, you hold your own camera. You're not a director. I'm like, well, where did that come from? Yeah. Because like last time I checked, I've been shot over 600 music videos. I've been shot a whole full feature by myself and working on my part two. Shot four short films and working on two features for other people outside of what I'm, what's going on. Wow. Oh my bad, and I'm, I'm working on a, a, a pilot, a pilot TV show for Dame Dash. I gotta get ready to take this. That's true. At nine o'clock. That's true. All facts. Mm-hmm. Can't make none of this up. I work for everything I got. Nobody gave me nothing. Right. I tell everybody, no risk, no reward. What you put into it is what you get in return. I wouldn't drop, not to be dropping the tag. I went and got that 4D, you know, the DJI rolling, the 4D. That that camera was a bag. Wow. I'm, a, I'm in the line by myself, scratching my bald ass head like, oh, man, come on. Like, come on. Not killing me right now. And it was my last. Wow. Mm-hmm. That bell went off in my head. It's cool. It's going to be all right. You know why? Because I'd rather have that than go out there and spend them on something. I don't got no business spending. There you go. You know why? Because that right there is money. That's money. That sitting on that table, that computer is money. This is money. Yeah. Because this always can go out the door and be rented to somebody that need it. There you go. Got to think like a businessman. Mm -hmm. Because you can't be waiting for... A person to finance your dreams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't do that. A lot of people, well, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. Like, nah, man, just sacrifice, take the hit. Mm-hmm. You need that lens, buy that fucking lens. You need that computer, drop your hand. Mm. You know how many times I've been dropped my hand and be mad about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why? Yeah. But I rather drop my hand and show some kind of progression in what I'm doing than be whining and complaining that I ain't got it. Right. Because you're not going to get people that come in and say, oh, no, I'm going to help you with that. There you go. I'm going to help you with that. I believe in your dream. You're going to be a great filmmaker. Oh, bigger man. than Spike Lee. You're going to be bigger than such and such. Because in the beginning, small stages, even the stages we at right now, bro, they don't see it. Bro. Yeah. They don't see it. Yeah. They don't see it until the proof of the product. So, yep. Now everybody want to get in line and follow suit. Well, yeah. You should say something to me. <laughs> yep. Why? Yep. Yep. Why? I'm yep. glad you didn't get involved. You know why? Because now all that did. People got a weird way of exposing their self and how they really feel about you. And about, I had family members, bro, told me I should stop doing film. I'm going to tell you all of this real quick. And I'm going to let you get back to your question. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went out for uh, my niece graduated. Boom. We all in, we all in uh, one of the restaurants eating. My aunt comes out of nowhere tomorrow. You still doing movies? I'm like, yeah. She's like, why do you do horror movies? Because I like them. Hmm. So you know what she said? You need to stop doing that. You need to start doing some kind of like urban stuff with this, that, and the thing. I said, all right, look. Now, if I got a call right now, if I had an agent, whatever, however it played out, whatever the offense was. If I got a call right now from Sony Pictures and they gave me $30 million for a distributing deal, would you say that same shit to me? <laughs> she said, no. I said, exactly. <laughs> so be quiet. <laughs> Plus, you don't pay. You don't pay for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're not exactly. going to control no narrative, no grown yeah. man what he should be doing, mm-hmm. yeah. what he shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. But that's the dream killers and the and, and the and the vibe killers right there. Mm-hmm. You got to get that in order to get where you need to get because you're going to get tested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're a filmmaker, you're going to get tested mm-hmm. with bullshit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 like you can't escape it. You got to get tested because all it does in tests. 
how much you really fucking want. Mm. Don't Roblox got to get, you know, you, it's like riding in the movie, you know, and, and the, the villain trying to get away. And they pull up and it's Roblox and the cops right there. Mm-hmm. Pull over. Damn, what we do? Should we back up or we going to run through this shit? No, nah, we running through this shit. We going to take our chances. Because they like the, you know, people like to cause confusion about stuff that they don't know about. Plus, people got this terminology about us. Right. I say us because, you know, we all in a, we all do the same thing. Mm. They got this terminology about all filmmakers. Oh, why would you write a story like that? First of all, anything that you read in Hollywood, these people didn't come from another planet. These right. Regular <laughs> fucking people. Right. They just in position to yep. strike. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Just because I do it is a problem. Right. But you ain't got no problem going to spend your money on a dumbass. Oh, come yeah. on now. He, he preaching. He is. He I preaching told right he, now. I told you. Oh, yeah. He preaching. You don't have a problem going to movies and going to see a dumbass movie uh-huh. about a house being haunted, though. Right. 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 And people walking around in a circle for an hour and a half. That's yeah. right. That's right. You sit here and patronize me. Right. That's uh-huh. right. That's right. Uh-huh. Patronize me. Right. That's uh-huh. right. That's right. Anything you should believe in me. That's it. That's I it. I try to, anybody I ever came in contact I, I try to motivate them uh-huh. to be the best version of yourself. Uh-huh. Nothing else. I don't care what you do. If you're a rapper, take it serious like somebody smacking your mouth. That's it. Mm. That's it. Don't half-ass do nothing. You know why? Because you're going to get half-ass results. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're a plumber, be the best be the plumber best out here. That's, yep, it. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. It's real simple. Because mm-hmm. I did all that negative shit out in the streets for years. Right. I told myself this. Right. If you can do that, you got enough energy for that, mm-hmm. and you can't put that into what you're doing now. There you go. I you tell a, my son that all the time. You're a fool. Mm-hmm. I tell my son. I tell him that all the time. <laughs> I'm glad you're here to tell him too. No, he reached out to you. He reached out. He reached out That's exactly why I'm happy that. Um, exactly why I had to bring you, man, as our first guest, because the the knowledge that you bring is so genuine and so passionate. That's man. it. Mm-hmm. And it's 100. And a lot of people, especially, not even just filmmakers. What you're saying, a lot of other people that's in different lanes need to hear, yes. man, and they need to understand that. When you're chasing your goals and you're chasing your dreams, sacrifices has to be made. Determination has to has to be taken place, man. Nobody's not gonna give you anything, man. You gotta go out there and take it, man. Nothing. I have to bring up this right quick, man. I gotta bring up your work, bro. The night slasher, man. Tell can you tell us your journey on the night slasher, the 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 good. The, the the bad everything that happened with you coming up with this um fantastic movie the night slasher man I, I i got a chance to check it out appreciate it um i was upset that i didn't go to the um to the premiere yeah, you missed that. i was upset about Sold that it out. <laughs> yo bumper to bumper tell us how <laughs> that that whole journey took place with the night slasher Y'all about to go viral with these stories. Man. Yo, man. This I got so many stories. And it's so authentic and it's so real. It'd be blunt. Like, a lot of people tell me this. They always tell me this shit. Yo, you should do a documentary, man, because you just been through so much in your life as far as the street and what you're going through now. And I'm always, like, shy with the camera. I was like, well, it ain't my time to tell a story right now. Because mm. I'm still adding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I will tell y'all this. In the beginning of that, I was sitting at my computer and I just was like, you know, I was racking my brain. I'm like, damn, well, you know, you're a dope. You're starting to be a, you're starting to be, I mean, well, you're a dope. Well, I always say starting to be because I'm still learning. Hmm. People always say, nah, DS, you fucking hot. It's cool. I'm humble. That's what's up. But like, 
if I'm still having a conversation with you, I need to do a little bit more work. I need to be sitting over Hawaii sipping on a fucking pina colada. <laughs> and my assistant telling me, like, listen, we gotta make we gotta make this run to Hollywood. They waiting on you. They waiting on the strip. I'm like, yo, man, tell them I'm on page 30. Leave me the fuck. Out. <laughs> Let me type this shit. I can't type no faster than my fingers. That's my whole right, theory right. and my little thing. Right. But back to what I was saying. I'm sitting at my computer. I'm like, dang, you're a dope director. You're coming along well. You're getting more polished every year. But it's ticking up a notch. Mm. Happened to get in the shower that day. I get my best shower. I get my best thoughts in the shower. I'm in the shower, taking a hot ass shower. I'm just thinking, damn. All right, what you want to do? You want to shoot another show, but what do you want to shoot? Then it sparked. Boom. So I want to do some hard shit. Mm-hmm. I want to test the market. Mm-hmm. I want because only way you gonna know something sell if you what put it out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know what I do? Get out, get dressed, lead some. Damn, where you going at? Don't worry about it. I'll be back. Go to Walmart, get some army pants, uh, uh black cop boots, uh. Some fake blood, um, Under Armour shirt, like a black stretchy jaw. Uh, and I got back to the crib. Plus, I had our, a bunch of shit downstairs in the basement. So she's like, damn, what you about to do that? I'm like, no, I want to do this horror movie, this part to this horror movie. I want to see how it's going to come out. So me and, like, if I show you actually first trailer, this is my wife on there sitting in the chair. Mm. So mm. she did it with me. I just kept... Different position, position in the camera. How I mm-hmm. need to do mm-hmm. to get my get my sequence roll mm-hmm. snap. Mm-hmm. So what the YouTube? I'm a good. I'm a good. I'm a visionary already. I got a great eye, so I know how to blend and mix, miss. And, excuse me. I know how to match shit mm-hmm. real well. I can mm-hmm. look at it and say, "All right, I know where they go at." Mm-hmm. I just got a creative eye for that. So took some style footage off of YouTube. Boom. What's it? Want to work on it? Slice and dice, color correcting. Boom. I said, "Damn, let me see something." It's a gamble, but I'm about to I'm about to launch this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put it put it right up on YouTube. Then I was thinking, I'm like, damn, what I'm gonna call it? One of my ba- and then this is where I'm gonna tell you where all this shit came from. One of my favorite movies is what? Cobra, Sylvester Sloan. Mm. Who's the villain on there that he's chasing? The night slasher. I mm. took that and just told my own version of it, if you really think about it. Mm. I'm telling people the secret behind the shit. Mm-hmm. Now the Night Slasher consists of what? Hellraiser, Nightmare on Elm Street, which is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. Favorite. And, uh, <laughs> and Pinhead. Okay. Three, actually, oh yeah, my bad. And Michael. It's four different characters balled in one. Mm-hmm. Just all put in the blender. Movement, weapon, mask, and just post-traumatic shit that he went through. Mm-hmm. I just balled it up, put it all in the blender. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell everybody, yo, don't skip past this movie because you have to really like use your fucking brain why you watching it? Because I'm intelligent as shit. Mm-hmm. The shit that I'm dropping on, you're going to miss. You're going to mm-hmm. think, all right, you know, you're just out here killing people. Like, no, nah, he went through some shit, but why he doing that? Mm-hmm. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the story consists of what? The character trying to accomplish something. Right. Do the character ever get... I mean, the character's trying to comp- accomplish something. What gets in the way of them accomplishing something? Do they ever get it? Mm-hmm. Pick any of your, your best movies. Those three elements. That's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, Luke. Luke Skywalker was what? Trying to become a Jedi. Mm-hmm. What got in the way? Dark Vader. Did he ever get it? <laughs> yes. The t- ultimate twist is what? His dad. Dark- yeah. <laughs> I'm breaking this shit down for you. You see what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. us as filmmakers, and try- we got to educate ourselves. A lot of people will sit back and, and make it seem like, you know, 
they really know it all. And they're like, yeah, well, I know this and this, that, and third. Like, you having your chest poked out and your arms up this mm-hmm, high, mm-hmm. that means you don't know shit. Right, because right. Because the real motherfucker is going to say, yo, that ain't how I go. Mm. I'm the perfect candidate to step in there. Like, yo, that ain't how I go. Mm. And I'm going to tell you why I don't go like that. That's it. You see what I'm saying? Versus being a teacher. Like, yo, I like what you're doing, but... Tune it up, put it on steroids by doing this. Tweet this part. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. You see what I'm nice, saying? Nice. Tweet mm-hmm. this part. But all right, let's move along with the story. I don't want to hold too long on that. My bad. Anyway, uh, move with the story. Did all that. Boom. I said, damn, what I'm going to call it? Boom, I'm going to call it the night slash. Boom. Punted it up. Put, loaded it up. Bang. I said, damn, keep my fingers crossed. So I'm watching feedback. That shit started going off. Damn, when you had time to shoot a movie? That shit look crazy. <laughs> that shit look like some Hollywood shit. Got you. I was static about it. I had all these, like, 60 comments on all this shit. Right. Now I got to go to work because I ain't got no screenplay. But I got a concept. So writing a concept, prototype, boom, 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 boom. And how I write my stories, I'll drop some jewels on somebody, and I'm, maybe they can run with this technique. When writing a story, the basic guidelines how to write a story is write it like a book report. Mm. Get it out your mind. Mm-hmm. Worry about the text later. Because you still going to have to do trim, readjust, True. and rewrite. Mm-hmm. you going to have to rewrite again. Mm-hmm. I just told somebody on the phone this yesterday. They gave me a screenplay. Actually, the guy that I'm shooting down Atlanta City. I'm shooting a movie for him. I look at his screenplay. He gets mad at me because I'm telling him, write it over. Because if the director can't define it, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. It's no transitions, no breaks, there's no action, there's no dialogue, no parenthesis, none of it. What's the problem here? Wow. I'm a, look, I'm going to do you... I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to write the first two pages that we already shot. That's to show you how it's supposed to actually write. That's crazy. What do you do? That's crazy. Ignore the knowledge. So I got to let him be on his own. I got <laughs> to take a step back and I got to. <laughs> look, I tried. He did that DMX. I had to let him go. You got to go out there and understand it's cold out there. Yeah. You going out there with no jacket on, you'll be back. <laughs> you'll be back. But back to that, um, I ended up. Uh, I wrote the screenplay. Boom. Uh, I sat down with two other directors at the time. I ain't going to say their name that we was working. I was working with. And I was like, listen, I'm not a selfish guy. I can be. Believe me when I tell you when I want to be. But I'm not a selfish guy. This is our project. We're going to, whatever I move, I make with this, or it go, we're, I want a team. And I'm not nobody's boss. You know what I'm saying? We're all collectively Clap, Yeah. So let's move with a sense of urgency and let's do what we need to do. First scene, they showed up, did a half-ass job, and I'm watching. It's time, it's time to shoot the next part. So I'm like, people just really stopped answering my calls. I'm like, what's that about? I do something wrong? Matter of fact, I don't got time to figure that out. That's too much going on. I'm going to remove myself from that. My, I got my policy is this: if I start something, I'm gonna finish it. Mm-hmm. If I don't mm-hmm. start it. We're going to stay away. Right. Uh-huh. right. Don't never start something and don't but finish. But you can't finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he asked me to come. I'm not going to say I'm coming and I'm not coming. If I ain't coming, I ain't coming. Right. It's, right. Just, it's real simple. Right. Because I'd rather be a man with you than actually be doing all that. Mm. You see what I'm saying? But, we, yeah, we shot the movie. We went through a bunch of hiccups, uh, uh, location, people, directors quitting on me. But I was determined to get it done. I was halfway in the middle of the movie by now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we rocking and rolling. We going to mm-hmm. get this one. Mm-hmm. We going to get this one. We going to take it home. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, I got a, uh, I got my uh, casting director. He's from out uh, Norristown. He 
He reached. I mean, he he got all the people. I love this boy to death. He knows everybody. Mm-hmm. He's just one of them cool ass white boys. Mm-hmm. Like know everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you need a farm. I could get it for you. <laughs> I'm like you lying. He like no, I could get it for you. <laughs> like I shot the blood within. He like no, bro. I'm gonna get you a farm. Got me a farm. He ain't got the people to jump in. Yo, I see you. I gotta buy y'all dinner. They were like no, you ain't gotta do that. DS. Oh yes, I do. Yeah, let me buy y'all something mm-hmm. because I can't just be using the white time like. Uh, I took him out to eat two times in a row. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Because wow. you got to show the courtesy that you want to be shown. That's it. Especially when you're trying to get done on a, stuff done on a micro budget. Right. On my budget. Like, you already know when you're paying for stuff out of pocket, that shit start adding oh, yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah, yeah I know. You, you start adding up, but we got. Can I get a volunteer staff, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, end up, we end up getting through it. We got through the night slasher. Everything, you know, I took it through the process. Like, that was my first time actually shooting a whole motion picture by myself. Wow. I knew I could handle it. Wow. Because I've been shot shorts before that. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing was, like, I, I treated it like, I treated it like, I don't want to say a video, like a short film, but I had to keep doing the same right, thing. Right, right. I, I didn't go get overwhelmed by the whole project. My job was to sit back. I said, no, we doing section by section. This is how we're going to complete our tech. And this is how they work in Hollywood. Mm. They don't run around. Oh yeah, uh, starting scene one, and then we are gonna run over and do the scene three because this is available. First of all, in Hollywood, ooh, bring that record back. Uh-huh. They start from the fa- the last scene. Uh-huh. They get yep. all the hard shit yep. out the mm-hmm. way yep. first because mm-hmm. as they go up, the story does what? Yeah. It declines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lighter days. Mm-hmm. Then we wrap. Then they wrap mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. That's why you know on set they be blowing shit up and he doing all this weird shit. I'm like, well, damn, how y'all start at the beginning of the movie or that? Nah, he working on the back of the movie. Right. That's what one right. of my favorite directors, niggas, Ryan Ruffin, he did. Um, he said that's how he directed. Um, my, my, that's basically one of my favorite movies, if not my favorite movie of all time, Drive. He said he did the the last part of the movie, the end of the scene in the beginning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he worked his way all the way. Then the beginning scene, he did it at the end. Yeah. And it got the characters more invested into the movie as they got along going on because they see, okay, we see where this is going at right. instead of doing the op the other way around. Mm-hmm. That's a good that's a good way. And a lot of directors, I guarantee you don't know that at all. That what you just said. They probably just they shoot if they watching it right now, they probably just realize, like, oh wow, like I've been never heard it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you always want to start from the ending because that's where all the mistakes and all the bullshit is gonna come. Mm-hmm. So you wanna get a clean slate and knock that mm-hmm. out the way. Mm-hmm. So that you gonna now as your days go on, you have to use less, less and people. Mm-hmm. If you start you start from the beginning when the story is just cracking, mm-hmm. using less people, but you about to walk into a storm. Yep. You ever walk into the storm, get it over with now, and forever hold your peace. And then you can just get through it and everything. You have more slower. All right, I need 10 this day. Now I only need four. Mm-hmm. I need yeah. four. I only need the mom and the dad. Right. All right, I don't need the mom and dad. I just need the son. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I need everybody out here. Yeah. Right. It's real relaxation. Because now all that does is help you learn the system, how everything works. Right. Plus, a lot of people got to understand that system in general. And if you give if somebody give up an investor, give up money, and they already know the game, you got to know how the system that everything play on. Right. They not giving you six hundred or M to play around with when you don't know how to shoot a movie. Right. Right. It don't work like that. Right. They, nobody's going to give up money for nothing that they can't see. Right. This is why I try to beat the competition with this technique. 
And people can use this technique. Anything that I ever shoot, that anything I ever write, I shoot a trailer for. You know why? I want to see it before I do it. Because now, if I want to get an investor involved, or you know, somebody inquiring about that work, they're like, "Damn, well, I like the, you know, the blood within, you know, blood within, et cetera, et cetera." Whoop de whoop. All right, that's cool. Bam. All right, that screenplay, one hundred and five pages, it's done right already. Mm. Or this is the prototype. If you put your money up, this is what how this is where your money will go. All you do is, it's like, take the terminology. You know, you come from that era. You know what I'm saying? Take that terminology back in the day mm-hmm. when we used to go buy, buy tapes and CDs mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. And it'd be one song on the front, mm-hmm. a, a sample mm-hmm. song on the front, mm-hmm. a snippet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's giving you a preview of that song that you should be buying on your next yeah. trip to that store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I took the same terminology and just flipped it. Damn, mm-hmm. just give them a sample. Mm-hmm. If they fucking with it, they going to fuck with mm-hmm. it. I mean, do some more. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. It was back um, in the day. <laughs> when it comes to um, actors, right? Yeah. How do you handle actors? And have you ever came across an actor that had that arrogance, that pride, oh. that ego, that macho man that, you Ooh. know, I I did this before, so you don't got to tell me. You only going to tell me one time. You know, I, I, I'm a method, a so-called method actor. How do you deal with those actors as a director? As a director, you know, you're going to always get them people where, you know, they're going to oversport their mitts to you, trying to sell you something that's not there. Because I tell everybody, you know, you know the genre that I like to do. It's different. I'm the only one in the city that do it. A lot of people are scared to touch it because you know why? You're scared to fail. Because it's, it's a tough genre to tap into. You got, I tell everybody this. Everybody got a dark, dark, dark spot in their head or a dark cell in their body. I'm just not scared to talk about mine. Mm. Everybody got one. Mm-hmm. Everybody got one. Everybody got that dark chamber that they could, like, man, I wish I could just mm, fucking boss hit on my nerves, but I'm not going to do that. But, like, we, we're human beings. We're not machines. So, like, with that being said, I just choose to talk about mine. Mm-hmm. Now, to get back to what you were saying, the genre that I'm in, a lot of people don't scared to tamper with that. You rarely seldom get people to say, oh, yeah, I do horror movies. I ain't meet one yet but me. You see what I'm saying? In this city, moving forward, moving forward, uh, we actually, I, I met, uh, yeah, moving forward, I got an actor, and he just was like, you know, he was all over the place, and he, you know, he wanted the role in the blood within, and yeah, I just sat in the third. I'm like, well, bro, you did urban movies. <laughs> this is not that, once again. Yeah. This is not that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But all right, I'm going to try you out. Now, this is what I'm asking you before we go through the... Bl- oh, no, DS, I'm going to learn it. And just saying, all right, that's cool. That's even better. Love, I appreciate that. But remember, go and investigate this movie because this is going to get you in the mood for that. We get all day on set. It's actually time to shoot. It's hot. It's like a bean. I got black on because, you know, I like to act in my own movie. So, okay. so. You know, I'm acting and I'm directing <coughs> at the same time. So, because I feel as though if I jump in and I can encourage people to do a better job, because if we're going to fail, we're going to fail together. Mm-hmm. I'm going down with my shit. Mm-hmm. I'm the captain. I got to stay aboard. Right. I have to stay here. Right. So, we're going to do it, we're going to do it together. And it, it gets people more of in the comfort zone to actually listen and be a student to what I'm actually trying to show you. So, we out there, it's me and him. He's playing the main character. 
I said, yo, I'm going to tell you like this. If you do a horrible job, I will fucking replace you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like that. Because you're not going to make me look bad. Mm. Under no circumstances. Mm, you know why? Because you was talking all that shit. Talking about <laughs> you was this and that. You better ace this shit. Mm. Not, I got 10 people that's going to do this shit. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's going to do this shit. Uh-huh. Oh, no, no. This is that nerd. I got you. All right. I got my little brother. He was my assistant with the camera. Look, I want to line up. I want to. I want it done like this initial shot. Next take the sequence roll. I'm gonna be walking after he dropped the body, hit the ground. I want you to like keep the camera low, and I'm gonna be walking. Same shit that I'm describing to you. Mm-hmm. That's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. When the camera, the guys laying on the ground, the camera pushing, glides over and follow me. Then we going upstairs to the drone shot. Me chasing, running him, chasing them through the cornfield. So we do it. He got a problem with saying no. I'm like, scream no like you like a distress. He's saying no. I'm like, I don't believe you. If you can't sell it to me, how can I sell it to the people? Mm. It's a proven fact. Mm-hmm. Any director, you too, you, you. If they your actors can't sell it to you, mm-hmm. you can't take that back to the office. Hell no. Because you're going to be like, damn. Because you know why? You're going to get that one person in your ear like, Make him do it again. It's not going to hurt. Man, listen. It's not going to hurt. No. And, and even if you're doing a good job and you did it right, still going to make you do it again. Bro. <laughs> just bro. Because, just because I can. You know hey, why? Scrat. Bro. Bro, what I be telling bulls, bro? Run that thing back. Again. Run it back. <laughs> Run it back. Bro. Run yeah. back. <laughs> That's your line, Kyle, for safety. Yo, again, we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Um, That's how, yo, that's how you do it. Yeah, you got to make them run it back. Even the duds. I keep the duds because I always take a piece of the duds and just flip them. I created a streak and was roll out of fucked up takes. I always do that. Because, like, they might did, they might did the dialogue 35%. The back end of it is good. But the issue, they might be, you know, everybody always, yeah, because uh, 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 yeah, I told you to walk around the corner and get off my step. It wasn't fluent. So I just sliced that. I just used that as an alternate tape and rotate it if I could play around with it. Because I like to salvage clips because all that does is just make you a master editor. Mm-hmm. That's all it does. Can I ask you something real yeah, quick when yeah, it comes go, to right, that? Right. Um, I was talking to somebody, right, and I was like, when it comes to acting, I don't. This is how I vision. Like when it comes to acting, I I don't act in none of my stuff because I feel I I got other actors and everything mm-hmm. like that as well too. But I appreciate directors that also act because that's that's a hard challenge. Mm-hmm. But the multiple takes thing that I do, no, I learned it from David Fincher mm-hmm. and Stanley Kubrick. They do, I mean, hundreds of takes for one scene, that's even second. if it's you walking through the door. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. Do it again. Budget or whatever. They don't care. Um. The reason why I do like that is because I feel as though an hour ago you were such and such, who you are. There's no way within five minutes, bam, you got this person down packed well, for one or two takes, bro. There's exactly. no way possible, bro. No way. Mentally, there's no way. I need you to be mentally, spiritually dedicated, physically dedicated to be who I wrote down on this paper. 
There's no way you can be that person within like that within five takes and then ready to move. Hold on. that real quick, but let me tell you this. Yeah, you know what I do to him. This is what I do to him. Mm. I'll make him do it. Don't even fucking press record. Mm. Do it again. Mm. That's the again. that's the what you call him though. Yeah, do it again. That's the that's the David Fitcher drum. Making them warm up to seven the times. Seven Make takes them warm up to turn the it. Yeah. Seven. He does seven takes. Like, yeah, they be oh damn. Well, did I get it, DS? I'm like, no, we didn't get started yet. <laughs> Let's do one more. They be like, damn, well, I did it seven times. Uh huh. But I'm I'm nudging my little brother, which is my sister. I'm like, yeah. He be like, damn, bro. You know, you ain't turn the camera on. There's no need to turn it on. You know why? There's no way in the world. That's why I tell him, even me, if I'm doing something wrong, make me do it again. Yeah. If I look lazy on camera, and this is my thing, I ain't too big to not do it over. Uh, There's times when I've been uh, saying the dialogue, the di- excuse me, the dialogue wrong or whatever, whatever. And my little brother be like, yo, do that again. Exactly. When you driving, when I'm on camera, make me do it again. I ain't, no, I ain't too cool, bro. Exactly. I want the best. Exactly. I don't want people to be like, damn, why you, oh, GS too cool to, to do his lines over? Because I ain't out there working for me. I'm out there working for the artists. Yeah. Uh, you see yeah. what I'm saying? For them characters that I designed in this world, in this setting, that mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I ain't saying that again because, you know, it's my thing. Like, no, it's our thing because mm-hmm. it's our project. Mm-hmm. Um, The writing. Mm-hmm. No, matter of fact, yeah, I want to talk about the writing. Um, Is there a, a, a certain person that you look at or is it certain, like, your life experience when it comes to writing out a character, do you sit back and have conversations with people, and that starts the 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 um the mind to go when it comes to writing? How does it? How does the beginning stages go for for your for your writing? And also, how do you make it not sound like yourself? I want also writers to know that when you write in a feature. A lot of us have problems where we got the actors, the the characters, matter of fact, sound like us. How do you make the characters sound like? Um, how do you, how do you write out the the characters in your, in your in your stories? Like this person is. Do you write out their backgrounds, the way they grew up, the way well, what part of the city they're from? Um, is there any trauma behind these characters? Um, are they bad on something? Are they squeaky clean? Or they trying to get one? Let's say one person just battled, um, went through a a, a traumatic, just a, tra- a tra- something traumatic in their life, and they trying to get over that. Or they went probably went to jail and they and they, mm-hmm. and they got out of jail and they trying to get custom how society is now. How does your writing, um, your your writing formula, um, goes? Uh, my writing technique. It varies, but I got this one little thing when I do when I do my with my characters. I always try to I t- I shrek, I take myself out, and I always picture me. It's about some it's some weird shit I'm about to say. Yeah, I take myself out, and it's like me. I always try to put myself in my mind like I'm a therapist, and I'm listening to them. Then after I listen to them, I become them. Mm. Cause now it, you will take your personal feelings out of it and don't reply how you need to be replying to shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, and I always try to, to keep me out of the zone from me replying to shit like I normally reply to it. I always base my characters off of somebody that I know. 
Mm. Like the night slasher. I based his mom off of my best friend mom. <laughs> that was her whole identity. That's her whole identity. Wow. wow. She cussed like a seller. My mom used to cuss like a seller. They used to be together. I based it off that whole right. coming up in the, you know, that era where, you know, your mom took me. Outside, mm-hmm. I ain't playing, mm-hmm. and don't make me the shit out. Mm-hmm. Yup, yep. not playing with you. Yep. Into next week, get out my face while grown people talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So I based that whole structure around them. Gotcha. Now writing the doctor, the doctor parts, and the you know the tricky, you know the medicines and you know stuff like that. I had to do some research. Mm-hmm. Fam, uh, I forget the girl name, but anyway, I did some research. She gave me all the medical terms. I sat there. I went online. I researched them. Did definition of them. Uh, made myself write a uh, actual, like uh, like a summary on it, mm-hmm. like what they mean mm-hmm. and how to flow with them. Mm-hmm. So now I took that whole flow of me flowing with them and, and incorporated it into the dialogue. So I made it seem like all right, I become the doctor now to them. So now when I did the doctor actual part in the movie, it's like the doctor is like actually at an office talking to somebody. You know, and they go through the doctor terms and break it down. Da 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 da. All the you know tricky medicines and the mm-hmm. milligrams and you know, mm-hmm. try to have mm-hmm. some fun with it and make it well rounded. Because I want people to like actually to get into it versus like, all right, man, that should sound like too much like him. <laughs> even mm-hmm. the, even the women. I really, you really <laughs> got to take yourself out of it. Um, so I want to talk about. Your next project coming up, man. I seen it. You, matter of fact, you just was talking about with the actors, mm-hmm. but um, the blood within. Um, you could like talk to us about how the process of the blood within. Um, when is it coming out? Um, how is everything going with 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 this next feature? Um, if you can hit on some of them things right there, that'll be that'll be definitely be good. Um, I got you. Mm-hmm. Definitely feeling that. Um, this is Black Art Cinema Podcast. Once again, um, myself, Kyle, my bro, Shannon, and um, our special guest tonight, DS the writer. We are just knocking down all his um, his catalog, his film catalogs, all of his, his journey, what he's been through. Definitely some gems being given out tonight, man. Hopefully, um, everybody, who we, um, what are we rolling on tonight, Shannon? Um, Clubhouse, Clubhouse, just Clubhouse right now. But be on the lookout for this, uh, for this podcast on the on the site, right? Mm-hmm. And I really want to try to put this one on the station too. So yeah, you have to you have to get some uh some of his uh trailers and stuff. Yeah, to post definitely, on that as well. definitely, definitely. If we can um hit on the last, I wanted to to, to go out on um the blood with them because. This right here is it, 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 this looks very special. I love the teaser that you had put out. Um, yeah, talk to us about the blood within and when it comes out and everything. Like, like yeah, just say this. How's this this different from the night slasher? Uh, I went to the movies and I went to see um a Pacific movie. I ain't going to say what it was, mm-hmm. but. Fucking horrible. <laughs> Fucking horrible. I like to speak from... I just speak from my heart. I'm just sorry. Mm-hmm. Fucking horrible. And I'm just sitting in the movie there just so mad. And I'm just like... like this shit is just so fucking disappointing that, 
You even <laughs> put some bullshit out like that. <laughs> like, why you like you got the power to do whatever you want? You give us that. Mm. Like you even like I understand it was for it was for a certain kind of crowd. Yeah, and I get that, and I'm not being biased to that shit. But my whole thing is this: like, don't call that horror when that's not horror. That's psychological. Mm. I went to school. I graduated from high school. <laughs> I know the difference between black and blue and red. Yeah, and red and orange. Yeah, I know what colors make what colors and don't what colors don't make colors. Mm. You're not going to tell me the skies that when it ain't that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was really upset about that. So I said, listen, you got to get back on your A game. And that kind of really sparked for this movie. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that sparked for that movie. I went home, same technique, write the work. What you in there doing? Worry about it. Write the work. (laughs) Wrote my shit out like a book report for like a week. Yeah. Like 20 pages. Bam, I think that's going to be enough. I'll add on as I go. Bam. Wrote the first initial scene out. Boom. Yo, no, we shooting. I want to see something. Boop, boop, boop. Went in, slice and dice. Follow up to the blood. Follow up to the night session. We, we, we back at. We back. We back in motion. Oh my mm. god! You know, you know, I act. You know, I was in this movie and da da da. I said, oh, they want it. They want it. So what I do? Go right back in, finish the screenplay up. Um, right now we at we working in reverse order. We shot scene eight. Which is the last scene? This movie is calculated to be. I wanted to top my previous work, also being motivated by that movie that I seen. I was like, I gotta top my previous work. I can't come in and give you the night slasher. Night slasher is the night slasher. Mm-hmm. I want to top my previous work mm-hmm. and create a whole world that this shit is going on and that's mm-hmm. out of my mind. How I see it. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, with that being said, I uh, I created the world. It's a dope story. It's it's very left and awkward. A lot of people not gonna get it, or they not gonna kind of like perceive it because like they think like, all right, a person like that that writes something like that don't supposed to be here. I'm like, well, mm. I'm a, everybody that writes is regular people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, just talk about the stuff that they know, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that they see. You don't have to be like, all right, landed in Hollywood to have a crazy pen, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, all right, once I get to Hollywood, then what you going to say? Oh, right. I'm supposed to be here now. Right, right. You know, you win, you win, you don't, you don't. Right. You see what I'm saying? But moving move forward, I just think uh, it's better than the time length. It's more than the blood lift. Blood with, the, I mean, more than a night slasher. Mm. Uh, blood within mm. is, is, is 20 times better than it because I put a, a, a more care into it. Mm-hmm. More, um, more, more production. Mm-hmm. More camera. Step mm-hmm. my camera game mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Cinematography, sound, mm-hmm. and lists of other things. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I just wanted to be that complete package when right. they watch it, they really get it, and I take them on a roller coaster. Because I know creatively I'm there and I know how to get it across. Right. But it's just about keeping everybody on a steady pace and breaking it down in section and not letting nobody get overwhelmed. Right. Now, the way I wrote the cast, I wrote the cast with, you know, I got like four ma- major players. I'm one of them. One, two, yeah. So I, I really wanted to dance around like four people. Everybody else is like sub characters and extras. Okay. They don't have any lines because I want to keep. I always, I told myself, I want to keep try to keep the cast down to a bare minimum. It's large and there's a lot of things going on in the background, but it ain't. 
Because now when I call these people in for extras, like, oh, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. It's a one-day shoot. Mm-hmm. It's not like I need you for four days. Mm-hmm. It's just for this action part right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Then you can leave. Because now you know what they're going to do. Then you don't need me for nothing else. <laughs> Always like that. You see what I'm saying? The quicker you can get them through the set, the quicker you can get them through the set, quicker you can everything. Right. You want to keep people locked in that really take this shit serious. Yeah, sure. If you don't take it serious, I don't need you. Yeah. Like, for a month, like I might need you for a month straight, and once we start, I can't just not like redo the whole movie. Yeah. So if you end, you end. Like you that. ain't. Mm-hmm. Let, let that be known. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because like once we start, like really crunching numbers and mm-hmm. we start hitting this gas, I don't need. Oh yeah, my paid mom. She kicked me out. I ain't got nowhere to stay. And mm-hmm. whoop, 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 she mm-hmm. took the access card. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. Like I don't need none of that. That's mm-hmm. personal problems, and people go through stuff. Yeah. But. Once we start, I got personal stuff going on in my life, but I, I'll never let that hinder the project. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Because people are looking for me, and they're looking for when I show up, any project, my juice level is always a certain kind of way. It should never be down here because then they're like, damn, what's going on now? Because right. a lot of people, they feed off your energy. Yeah. Like I was working down AC. You know, we was working on that, and, you know, and there was a limo scene. And we was shooting the limo scene. I was lining the shot up, and he and like it was like the first take. And the security guard was supposed to ask him, "Well, you know, we're about to go in this venue. I need you to stick close to me, in and out, blah blah blah." He supposed to be getting out. Supposed to be people out there trying to run up on autographs, all this bullshit. So I'm like, "All right, cool." Security bar, security guard did that shit. I'm like, "Yo, I don't believe you." Cut. Nah, do that shit again. Do it again. Do it again. And then Roger, I ain't even pointing the camera at. I'm just trying to force you to become that character for the moment. Mm-hmm. You have to become that character because you can't sell it to me. How can I give it to the people? Mm-hmm. You got to rebel to sell it to me. I can, it's, the stop, it's stop at me. So if I allow that to go out, they're going to be looking at me like I'm crazy because you allow that versus voicing your opinion. Right. Because a lot of people think directing is telling people what to do on camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. And being somebody boss. That's not your job as a director. Your job, the definition of a director is what? To direct your attention, what I need you to do on camera, not off camera. I'm not your father. I'm not your mom. I'm not none of that stuff. My job is to direct your attention, what I need you to do on camera. That's it. No personal shit. So if you come in with a, with a stern, I got like a stern attitude when I'm, I'm working. Mm-hmm. I don't take nothing. I don't want to hear too much. Of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't be bothering me. And oh, how you feel about this? And like, if you ain't your project, you don't be, need to be even be talking to me mm. because I don't want you disturbing me or disrupting my set. Because it's so easy to listen to somebody that don't know what they're talking about when it comes back to the director. Now everything the lines is crossed. Well, he told me to do this. Well, who are you supposed to be listening to? Mm. Not him, me. Because I'm controlling the camera. Right. I see I see what's going on outside on this box. You don't. We just gotta follow suit. We working together, not against each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you gotta keep a some kind of a stern business like attitude on, on set. Mm-hmm. That means I don't care if it's a girl and she getting undressed or she got little shorts on. That don't mean be unprofessional. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to holler at her. Right, right. <laughs> I get them dudes right. on. Because like, I don't like taking people on set like that because I think that's not fair to right. them. Yeah. Right, I right. never degrade a woman and doing all that other weird shit mm-hmm. because like, I think that's not cool because you know why? You can get a case behind it. Yeah, I know that's right. Yeah, you you can. see what I'm saying? 
Definitely. We can. shooting the girl. She had little shorts on, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. It's not like, like, listen, I'm a man, man. Mm. Like, it's not like you ain't got nothing. I told, told her from the rip, you ain't got nothing I ain't never seen. Yeah, you know that, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just being clear. So you, I don't want you to make you seem like I'm undressing you with my eyes if I'm looking at you. If I tell you to lean this way, this is what I mean by that. And that's the end of it. Let's keep it real business. Like, she's like, oh, I like him. That's what she said. I like him. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you'll get them dudes that come in and they, you know, they, they foaming at the mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, they all go. Hey, 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 bro, I think you could say something to them. <laughs> like, shit, that woman don't want you. She here to do a job. Yeah, Yo, it's like You know that. how I many women I know in, in this industry that yep. this business I've been doing in Philly that I never say nothing to? And I know they want me to say something to them, but I don't. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you got to keep it respectful because you can't mix business and pleasure. No, no. no. Shit going to get sloppy. Yeah, they get real sloppy. You get sloppy. Because mm-hmm. once you start talking to another girl, and it might don't even be like that. Why are you talking to that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Now it's a bunch of caddy stuff mm-hmm. versus like, yo, don't even indulge in it. That's it. Don't even indulge keep in it. Keep it professional. Keep it professional. You know why? They respect you more. So now if you need four other girls to do, uh, all right, look, this particular scene, you got to be in bra and panties. That's how I want it. You got to be like sitting on the toilet. And then, you know, the killer come in or whatever, whatever. Right. They ain't going to have no problem doing that for you. You know why? You never tried them. You kept it where it needs to be. That's it. You see what I'm saying? You got to keep it professional with your people. And I ain't saying not be a man, but you got to be a man on your own time. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Right. right. You see what I'm saying? Because you will destroy something in the making for you. Like it, Plus, like, nobody's going to bring you on set involved with money on this and that, and you can't keep your in your pants. That's it. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. I, 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 and I you, don't mind. Yeah. You, know <laughs> you hired 10 girls, but you all looking out for personal reasons, uh-huh. which is cool. A man's going to be a man, but you got to do that shit on your own time. Because mm-hmm. like my whole thing, when I'm out there in motion trying to get something done, I don't want to hear too much of nothing mm-hmm. from nobody. Right. I don't care if she got to like that. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. All right, I'll look. Well, all right, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Whoop-de-doo. Let's get this done. Let's get this work done. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because not they'll res- they'll they respect you more in the long run. Yeah. They have the utmost respect mm-hmm. for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why they be all flocking at the end. Well, you know, you could call me on any anytime you want. You know that, right? I'm like, all right. <laughs> I, I get it. I'm like, I'll yeah. go ahead home. They're like, no, like seriously, you could call me anytime you want. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't deal with nobody. Uh, Throw the darts. So I'm like, uh, I'm good, uh, man. I'm good. Uh-uh. Let's keep it where we get caught it. up. You haven't need look. You haven't need me. I, I look. I, I got a couple of chicks that call me. They be yo. You need me. I'll be right down there. And they just work. Mm. And ain't nothing sexual. Nothing. Mm. We see. what I'm saying mm. people. People gotta learn when to do that. When not to do mm. that. Yeah. You know what I'm so um. What? Before was, we get out. Yeah, before we get out. Before we get out. Mm-hmm. You see how a lot of the young uh, are uh, up and coming. Like. Uh, producers, directors, you know, writers, you know, the digital world, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is digital. Everybody's yeah. blowing up. Digital, digital, digital. Do you think, what, what would you tell young people that's trying to get into, you know, this this field? Film. It, it, yeah, film. Um, you know, just entertainment, you know, film, direct, you know, the whole, yeah, the whole thing. Okay. What would you tell young people that's trying to do that and and still go into the on the digital platforms in the digital world? Like, I, your creativity is your creativity, right? Exactly. But do you think that they should war? Do you think that um, how do you keep them from watering down their gift and their talents just to try to make it, you know, quick, fast, and in a hurry? 
It's not gonna move no faster than it move. Stay true to you. What's in your heart? If you like horror movies, do horror movies. If you mm. like action movies, do action. If you like mob movies, do mob movies. Don't let nobody compromise your skill, your talent, or your time. Because mm. at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you're going to be the only one sitting on that curve by yourself, mm-hmm. waiting for that next destination where you're going to arrive at. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, with that being said, you got to take it serious. Take it serious. Don't let nobody speed your process up. Mm. I don't let nobody speed my process mm-hmm. up. I remember it was a time at last year, maybe, I want to say a year, let's say two years roughly. And y'all going to know what I'm talking about when I say this. It was a time when music videos was in Philly or everywhere. Everybody was doing the speedy videos with the pop-up faces mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I'm not doing that. Right. I'm right. just not doing that's, that. Yeah, that's yep. what it is. I'm not doing it. That's a fab. That's yep. going to go in and out. Now yep. what's happening? They don't do it no they don't more. They don't do it no more. Right. You know Remember why? I told you about they that? burnt it out. I told they you, burnt boy, it out. I'm like, I'm not doing that, I'm not that, doing man. that. That's what I'm talking about. The boy jump out the window, then you see his body Yeah, and he jump. flipped, then he yeah. goes to him, <laughs> yeah. he goes to his eyes. I'm yeah. not doing that. <laughs> right, right. I'm not doing that. I'm not compromising and bending uh-huh. with, with a gimmick. I'm mm-hmm. not a gimmick. Okay. Yep. Like, I know how to do real film. I know how to do, I know how to color correct. I really know how to edit and put that... To make it marketable and like clean. Yep. I don't want nobody to. And I, I know how to do that flow with that. Right. But I'm not gonna flow with that because that's what's going on. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's right. not fair to me, and that's not fair to like my people. Right. Because they're right. like, oh, he's trying to keep up. Mm. Right. And that's the thing, you know, because a lot of young people are they. So they just jump on do the uh, the uh, Facebook, you know, shorts and stuff mm-hmm. like that because everybody's yeah. doing it right now. Exactly. Yeah. The follow up with that, right? We was talking about you know putting our money in and doing all of that stuff, right? What do you say to people that put money in, right? Because I've been, I've been trying to, I've been in this thing since '96, okay. right? So you know, I really do like you know, engineer, studio engineer, recording okay. and stuff like that. You know, my son, uh, Scrap, he 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 loves film. He wanted mm-hmm. to do you know this thing here because I was like, I'm not doing it no more. Okay. I walked away from it because I lost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know building this thing, trying to make this thing where I wanted to be or where I saw it to be. You know, we talk about team and having mm-hmm. the right team around us and, you know, people feed and into the into the uh the the, the engine, you know. Um and sometimes you have to do it on your own. Exactly. Like what would you tell people that put that money in and they lost so much? Would you how would you tell how how can you encourage them to keep pushing? And rule number one in any business that you inquire or you get into it, rule number one, you're going to take a loss. You're going to burn, meaning you're going to burn some money before you make some capital. Any kind of capital you make. I burn a bunch of bread before I even start making bread. But it's always supposed to be that dividing factor in you that I'm going to get that back. Mm. No matter what. That don't mean if I bought a $6,000 or $7,000 camera, I don't want that back. I might get it back in a, in a month or a year of span, but I got it back. Mm-hmm. I made money off of that unit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, you got, like, you know, I'll just use me as a more of a blanket statement so people can interpret it when they watch it. They can interpret it well. Like, I'm not just, like, pointing fingers at shit. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I like to keep the mm-hmm. focus mm-hmm. on me mm-hmm. so people can understand mm-hmm. clearly where I'm coming from. Right. Now, 
moving forward, when I started and where I'm at now for the last 10 years, I only had maybe give or take three people that I ever had by my side to say, actually, they work with me. That's it. Everything was on me. Wow. When I I say, excuse me, when I when I say like, all right, my name of my company is Brewery Films. People would think, all right, then well, you got a whole film company. I do, but I'm the owner, I'm the producer, I'm the writer, I'm the director, I'm the financial agent. I mean, a financial advisor. Um, all my titles. Mm. You know why? Because it still has to get done. Mm-hmm. I can't say, all right, I, I can't afford to pay. You three guys in here. Right. Um, you see what I'm there saying? We go. You got to sacrifice somewhere to get further down the road. Mm-hmm. You have to. Mm-hmm. And you got to keep the same poison attitude that you came in when you bought the stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't get it and just say, all right, it's going to work its way out. It's not it going to work there. its way out. Exactly. Always look at it as a negative coming into it and say, got no, to. it's not going to work its way out. Mm-hmm. I have to make it work yeah. out. Because uh-huh. the people, you got to remember, I have a... a, a a concrete name in this city mm-hmm. shooting videos. I've been mm-hmm. shot videos on this block. Actually, it's crazy. We're on this block <laughs> right on, down the street. Go down the street, it's like a little project. Hey, I know we got yeah, 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 yeah. See, and I'm saying like, so. Uh, back then, Cowan. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, coming into it, I always came into it with a negative attitude. Mm-hmm. It sound cliche and it sound a little weird, but I'm going to tell you why. If you come into it with a negative attitude that everybody is against you, you're going to work double and may reverse that to make everybody work with you. Got you. You see what I'm saying? Nobody knew who I was. All I was to do with an eighty dollar camera. I used to call. I used to do this thing called bar for bar. I would just let rappers rap on my camera. I, it'd be one extended tape, and I could go back on YouTube and show you. Horrible, but I just used. I was trying to get my clientele. Up. Right, it was my way because I knew if I could will the rappers in by letting them rap. They eventually come around for what? You started that? Yeah. Did you, you started that thing that everybody was doing with the- <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? I, I, I try to be a marketing genius. Like, yo, think how people would think. Because mm-hmm. I'm a person. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So now if I could just <coughs> don't rap on camera, knock yourself out. No, that was free. Mm-hmm. What then would you charge for a video? No, oh, man, give me 200. Mm-hmm. If you do 200 10 times, that's your number. Mm-hmm. 10 people going to turn you into what? 20. Because everybody going to refer you at least one time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's how it started. Wow. Because that's all going to do is refer you to another. And you want to keep good relationships with anybody yes. that you shoot. True. Yeah. You have to True. keep great relationships with anybody that get on your camera. Mm-hmm. That don't mean you the boss of them or you can curse them out because you in control. Right. None of that. Right. You're supposed to be making sure they always happy. Mm-hmm. Out of my 10-year career, I think I got two people that ever said they didn't like the videos I did for them. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. They wanted to do it a Pacific way. I said, yo, that's cool, but why? what do I look like mimicking a, another director's style, a right. music video? Right. I don't like that. Oh, I want my video like Wiz Khalifa, them boys, when it was just one rotated shot and this, that, and third. Oh, all right, that's how you want it. That's how you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Now I got to take my personal feelings out, give you what you want. Well, I still don't like how you do it. All right, well, have a good day, man. <laughs> I got another young boy maybe three years ago. He complained about the video. He didn't like it, but I said, well, you didn't come up with like, you know, a Benz or a foreign car. You had a girl out there with some Jordans on. She didn't have nothing sexy on. You get what you get. I made the best of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to somebody else to get it done. And that's what he did. But now when you get, now when you went to that person, you, you mysteriously got an Audi. Mm. You got strippers in the video. 
I'm saying, well, damn, why you ain't provide them things for me? But it's cool because I got paid for it. Mm. I'm not tripping. Mm. And I, I would never talk bad about you because I are you a client. All right, the, cl- the customer is always right. That's it. You're right. Yep. You're right. Yep. You're right. Maybe it's just meant for me. You mean you just it's not the work. Yep. business together. Exactly. People got you got to think like a business. Exactly. Not like one of them quick to react and oh no because he, he he said I ain't not uh-huh. a director. Uh-huh. Just that thing. You, can't, uh-huh. you gotta take that emotional shit out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think like a businessman. I gotta make this person mm-hmm. happy, mm-hmm. and I want to make him happy fast. Mm-hmm. You know why? He's gonna always come back to you. Mm-hmm. My people always come back to me because of how I treat them. I spoil them. Go home, Instagram, trailer right there. Boom, promote that. Don't call me. Damn, you worked on it already. Absolutely. Next, I'm not going to. I'll cut half the video that night. Come back in the morning, cup of coffee, donut, review it, review it, review it. All right, I like the flow. Bam, cut on down. By 3, 4 o'clock in the, in the afternoon, that's John Cook. Bing, check that out. Oh, man, I'm dropping that tonight, as you, as you wish. I'm just working for you, bro. I see. I'm taking the next number, though. I see you on the next one. Because, like, I'm kicking that layout off. I, I don't like no layouts on my computer. You know why? Because that's all that's telling you being lazy and there's always something to do. Mm-hmm. It should be nobody layouts on nobody's computer. You know why? Because mm. that could you always could find ample time to work on your craft. Mm. Like, I ain't got no layouts now, but I'm going to go ahead and play around with some shit that I got on my hard drive. You know why? Because mm. there's always something to do. Still start, shit, still sharp and still. A lot of people don't understand that terminology. And you, what you put in is what you going to get in return. That's it. That's true. That's you see it. what I'm saying? That's it. You got, you got to put your best, forward, your best foot forward and work with some kind of urgency. Mm. If you want to be the best in the city, <coughs> act like you're the best already. Mm. But you got to do the work as well. That's true. Mine. You can't act like you're the best with no clientele. Mm. You can't act like the best with no gear. You can't, like, and you got to invest in yourself. That's you can't be scared to spend on yourself because nobody going to pull up on you and say, Err! hey, yo, young boy, come here. Oh, you oh, you a filmmaker? All right, I'm going to take you downtown. I'm going to spend 10000 on you. Or you get get that up. No. <laughs> You're running a marathon. Mm-hmm. Take a sip of the Gatorade, stuff it in your back pocket, and just keep on running. Mm-hmm. You'll be all right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. now if you take your time and pace yourself, lens here, lens here. Black magic here. Black magic, you're going to look up and you're going to have everything you need. That's true. Absolutely. Let your clients and your work speak volume for you. And in return, it's going to cash you out on the money going. I tell everybody this because I know y'all got to get ready to wrap up. Do the work, the money will follow you. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Yo, after this, <laughs> after this, that this should make everybody in this room and everybody that see this get on their job. Yeah. Yo. I'm just a servant, man. I'm just a humble servant, man. I appreciate y'all having me up love here. It, just like, you know, I I like to just speak from my heart. So mm-hmm. if I sound a little angry, don't don't mind me. I just I'm just I just like to speak passionate from the heart, man. That's all. I just be wanting people to get it like I get it and you know, put your best for If you're a rapper, be the best rapper. Uh-huh. Don't half-ass rap. Don't half-ass put three videos. The average rapper only put three videos out a year. Mm. I did I did a poll, and I did a tape, and I did information on it. The average person only put out three and a half videos. You can't have two mixtapes mix and three videos. In this day and time, content is what? King. Mm-hmm. Meaning, yeah. meaning videos and rap songs are what? 
Like sneakers and shoelaces. You don't mm. go in the sneaker store and say, yo, I want them Jordan 11 Concours, but don't give me the shoelaces. Yeah. Mm. How you going to walk down the block? Yeah. Mm. So with that being said, treat every day like your last. Woo with some kind of sense of urgency. And let's get it, man. Be the best version of yourself. And that takes a wrap of Black Art Cinema Podcast. Um, Everybody, you know, thanks for listening. Taking out your time um, on this Friday night. And um, anything else you got to say you want to say, Shannon? Put the content out. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, we're going to end it like that. Next week, we had the bros back, Belly Bell and Clout. And um, thanks a lot for listening. This is Kyle, Black Art Cinema Podcast. Thanks again, DS the writer. And, Absolutely um, appreciate y'all. We're going to rock out. Have a good night, y'all.